Today on Abbreviated Bios, we will consider a woman who was involved in three reform movements, medical reform, women's rights, and clothing reform. She was considered a freak of nature during her life. Why? She wore pants. Her name was Mary Walker, the second woman physician of the United States. Mary Edwards Walker was born on November 26, 1832 in Oswego, New York to Alva and Vesta Walker. She was homeschooled by her father, Alva, and encouraged to develop her mind. Her father also discouraged his daughters from wearing the corsets and tightly laced dresses of the time. She began to wear pants from that time forward. After graduating from her father's school, she began to teach in order to save money to go to medical school. As soon as she had saved enough, she began to attend Syracuse Medical College. It was considered a non-regular college because it accepted women, and it also taught uh, things like homeopathy, uh, the use of herbs and herbs and medicine, hydropathy, the use of water through therapies like steam baths, and Thomasonian medicine, which used a combination of both. She graduated in 1855. Walker was the second woman physician in the United States. While at Syracuse, she met a fellow student, Albert Miller. They were married on November 16, 1855. The word obey was left out of her wedding vows, and uh, she wore a short skirt and pants for her wedding garment. She set up a joint practice, or they set up a joint practice from 1857 to 1859. They had their own patients, Walker, uh, who kept her maiden name, even treated some male patients. The marriage failed because of Miller's infidelity. They divorced after four years of marriage. Mary was unbending on the idea of wearing pants. She considered women's clothing of the time as unhygienic because of the layers of fabrics, uh, the dirt and grime that collected on those long dresses, and the corsets with that were too restrictive. Uh, her father had told her, and she believed, of course, that the uh, corsets actually rearranged the organs in the woman's body, and they were correct. Uh, because of the way she dressed, she was termed a freak. Young people often threw items like eggs at her. Uh, she was addressed many times in her life for dressing like a man. When accused of this, she would say, I don't wear men's clothes, I wear my own clothes. Uh, some people, because she wore men's clothes, thought that she might be homosexual, which she was not. Uh, some considered her transvestite, but she never did. She wore her own clothes. When the Civil War broke out, Mary wanted to serve her country as an army surgeon. She was turned down because she was a woman and had graduated from a non-regular medical school. This did not deter her. Walker volunteered to work for free at the Indiana Hospital set up at the U.S. Patent Office in Washington, D.C. Uh, the surgeon-in-chief was the only doctor there, so he accepted her help. Later, she traveled to Virginia with a recommendation from that doctor to help care for soldiers uh, in General Burnside's uh, army after a typhoid epidemic hit. Uh, she would later treat the wounded after the disastrous Union defeat at Fredericksburg. Her actions there showed her uh, being in the middle of the medical reform movement. Most trained surgeons would order amputations at the drop of a hat. Walker believed that most limbs could be saved and tried to avoid amputations whenever possible. 
She also set up a lodge for women visitors uh, of wounded soldiers. Uh, in November of 1863, she helped gain the release of soldiers wrongly held for desertion. Walker achieved a breakthrough in January of 1864 when General George Thomas appointed her as a contract surgeon with the 52nd Ohio. It wasn't a commission, but at least she was getting paid. Since it was in between battles, Walker began treating casualties in Confederates supporting Tennessee. On April 10, 1864, after treating a wounded Confederate, she was captured by the rebels. She refused to change into traditional women's clothing, so they threw her into Castle Thunder Prison in Richmond, Virginia. She endured the harsh conditions for four months until she was exchanged for a Confederate major on August 12, 1864. She had lost so much weight, she weighed well under 100 pounds at her release. She endured health problems, particularly in the vision, uh, for the rest of her life. With General Thomas' support, General Sherman appointed Mary to be the contract surgeon-in-chief of female prisoners and refugees at Louisville, Kentucky, uh, but she still had no commission. The male leader of the women's prison had treated it as a brothel. Walker was much criticized for cleaning up its operation and was harassed by some of the soldier guards. Walker asked for a transfer in March of 1865 and was put in charge of an orphan asylum and refugee home in Clarksville, Tennessee. She was relieved of her command in May of 1865 as the war wound down. Now, all during this time, she wore her own uniform that she patterned after the male uniforms, uh, but she had a coat that flared out as a skirt, uh, which, and she always wore, wore curls, uh, for as she said, she wanted to make sure everybody knew she was a woman. Uh, she later appealed to President Andrew Johnson for a retroactive commission, but no matter how many officer, officers like Burnside, Thomas, and Sherman recommended her, it was not to be. She did, however, receive for her service as a combat surgeon and her suffering as a POW, the newly established Congressional Medal of Honor. She would wear the, model, the medal on her lapel for the rest of her life. In 1917, Congress revoked her award and hundreds of others, but she continued to wear it. It was, however, restored posthumously in 1977. After the war, she continued to work as a doctor, but her health problems as a POW hindered her along with her insistence of wearing pants. She tried to register to vote in 1871, but was rejected. Uh, she spoke out on women's rights. Uh, in fact, she did not think it was needed to have a, an amendment giving women the right to vote. She thought they already had the right to vote, that the House of Representatives just needed to uh, make a law uh, that established it. She also ran for the House of Representatives in 1912 and 1914, but was not elected. She wrote two books, one of which was called Hit in 1871, which was a collection of her essays. She even invented the inside uh, band, neck band for men's shirts and the return postcard for registered mail. As she grew older, Walker opened up her Oswego home for those who were rejected and harassed for not dressing according to traditional ideas. She died on February 21st, 1919 and was buried in a black suit. Women today should be grateful for Mary Walker's life. 
She refused to be treated as something other than a doctor during the Civil War and even received a small pension for her service. She refused to dress in the incredibly stifling clothing of the 1800s and took the abuse for dressing in pants that was a step in the more comfortable clothing for women that we have nowadays. Thank you for listening. And if you like uh, these type of uh, episodes, uh, please subscribe. Thank you.